Illinois lawmakers advance K-12 LGBT indoctrination bill. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6 Progressives, also known as cultural regressives, have long had their sights on the hearts, minds, and bodies of other people's children. Now that they control big government schools, regressives can control the ideas to which children are exposed. And boy, oh boy, are regressive Illinois lawmakers going for broke, morally speaking. They've already achieved fiscal bankruptcy. Regressives in the ethical swamp known as Springfield are stampeding forward to impose the LGBT indoctrination bill, regardless of whether it makes Orthodox Jewish, Muslim, theologically Orthodox Christian, or secular conservative kids feel unsafe, or whether it deeply offends those children's parents. To heck with inclusivity. It's the leftist low way or the highway. If passed, this bill, which was created by three homosexual activist organizations, will require all students in K-12 public schools to be taught about the roles and contributions of homosexuals and opposite-sex impersonators. A quick, thoughtless skim of the bill might lead someone to think it's innocuous. Critical analysis and deeper reflection, not the strength of Springfield swamp creatures, expose the noxiousness of the bill. The notion that homosexuality is the ontological flip side of heterosexuality and morally equivalent is an arguable leftist assumption, not an inarguable objective fact. Others believe homosexuality is a disordering of the sex drive. Government schools, supported by the hard-earned money of all taxpayers, have no ethical or pedagogical obligation or right to base curricular decisions on arguable, controversial assumptions, not even assumptions leftists really, really, really believe are true. In order to teach all children in grades K-12 through about the roles and contributions of homosexuals and cross-dressers, lawmakers and school leaders must have first determined that there is nothing morally questionable about homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation. To prove that's the case, ask yourselves if Illinois swamp creatures would pass a bill that requires schools to teach about the roles and contributions of polyamorists, polygamists, kin lovers, or zoophiles. We all know they wouldn't. If there were a polyamorist, kin lover, or zoophile who had contributed something monumentally significant, so significant that it must be discussed, educators would talk about the contribution while remaining mum about the contributor's sexual peccadillo, and they certainly wouldn't mention it positively. Why not? Surely there are some kids who experience unchosen, powerful, and persistent sexual attraction for multiple people at the same time, or for a relative, or for animals. Why wouldn't lawmakers require that the contributions of polyamorists, kin lovers, and zoophiles be taught, and that their sexual proclivities or identities be positively affirmed? Is the reason that they're judgmental, puritanical, non-inclusive, intolerant, hateful bigots? Homosexual and trans activists reading this are likely to be, at this very moment, consumed by anger that derives from the kind of judgmentalism, intolerance, hatred, and bigotry of which they constantly accuse conservatives. They become apoplectic when homosexuality and cross-sex identification 
are compared to the sexual minorities of polyamory, kin-loving, and zoophilia, sexual minorities that they view as morally offensive. Leftists are unwilling to grant to others the right to object to positive teaching about homosexuality and cross-sex identification on the same grounds that they, leftists, object to positive teaching about polyamory, polygamy, consensual incest, or zoophilia. To be clear, I believe incest and bestiality are more grievous moral errors than homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation, but I believe homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation are far more grievous moral errors than polyamory, which public schools would not present positively to students, at least not yet. Schools have long taught about the contributions of important historical figures who experienced homoerotic feelings, people like Oscar Wilde, Lorraine Hansberry, James Baldwin, and Sally Ride. So why do Springfield Swampsters want this bill? The reason is that their central concern is not that contributions be taught, but that the sexual predilections of cultural contributors be explicitly taught. And what would be the reason for that? Leftists will say this bill is needed in order to provide role models for students who experience same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria. Equality Illinois, one of the homosexual activist groups that created this odious bill, says that, quote, LGBTQ inclusive curriculum can have a positive effect on students' self-image and make their peers more accepting, end quote. First, is improving self-images and promoting acceptance of homosexuality and the trans ideology the task of government employees charged with educating other people's children? Second, why aren't progressives pushing a bill that would require curricula to teach about the roles and contributions of polyamorists, polygamists, kin lovers, and zoophiles? Don't they want curricula to positively affect the self-images of students who so identify? Don't they want the peers of those students to be more accepting? Now we're getting to the dark heart of the matter. Leftists aren't concerned centrally or solely with acceptance of persons. They're centrally concerned with fostering approval of particular sex-related behaviors. Not all sex-related behaviors, just the ones they have concluded are moral. They want to use cultural contributions as a means to transform the feelings and moral beliefs of students about homosexuality and cross-sex identification. Homosexual and trans activists know that if positive contributions are associated with homosexuality or cross-sex impersonation, the good feelings students have about contributions will transfer to homosexuality and opposite-sex impersonation. Since the goal of these propagandists is not to ensure that children learn about the most important contributions in literature, science, and math, but rather that curricula be used to transform feelings and beliefs about homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation, curricula will elevate lesser contributions of homosexuals and cross-dressers over more significant contributions by heterosexuals. Leftists use public money and public schools to promote arguable assumptions as if they're unassailable, objective truths, and they censor with shameless arrogance all assumptions they reject. They rationalize their censorship by declaring that if children were to study the ideas leftists don't like, 
some children would feel unsafe, by which they mean uncomfortable. Oddly, they're willing to expose other children to ideas that make them feel unsafe. Christian parents need to think seriously about whether their children can be properly trained up in the way they should go by adults who believe homosexuality is morally equivalent to heterosexuality, that marriage has nothing to do with sexual differentiation, and who don't believe that the differences between boys and girls are profound and meaningful. Churches need to think seriously about how they can facilitate the exit of Christian children from government schools hell-bent on destroying their hearts, minds, and bodies. Springfield swamp creatures want to infect all Illinois children with the diseased sexuality ideology via indoctrination centers identified as schools. Cunning, perhaps even demonic, wouldn't you say, to get parents to pay for the blighted indoctrination of their own children? I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. 3 John 1, 4.